Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Okay, we're going to talk now... um, I'm looking on my iPad here, and I'm not seeing um, an introduction, at which uh, is supposed to... Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, actually, we're going to talk about skiing in a surge and Tahoe's economy reeling during the pandemic. And let me just say by way of introduction that the Lake Tahoe region has been changed by the pandemic. Many people fleeing the cities and moving to the mountains or into their second homes, schools and grocery stores are crowded. Many mountain resorts are requiring reservations for lift tickets as a public health precaution. Will there be room for holiday skiers? Even some business owners are saying visitors should wait until the surge is over to make plans to head to Tahoe. And under the stay-at-home order, hotels are supposed to cancel reservations for leisure travel. We're going to talk about the precautions on the mountain, the boom in backcountry skiing, Tahoe's red-hot housing market, and what it all means for the region. Joining us, uh, we're going to talk, by the way, about um, this with uh, a number of people. Dave uh, Wilderrider joins us. He's owner of Tahoe Dave Skis and Boards, and welcome to the program. Good to have you with us. Well, good morning, Michael. Nice to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. And I should say that Dave is the owner of uh, uh, Tahoe Dave's. It's a mini chain of ski board uh, and uh, rental sh- ski board rental shops, excuse me, around the lake. Uh, he's also a 40-year resident of Lake Tahoe. And I'd like to get just a general picture from you, Dave. I mean, I know restaurants are really hurting up there. It's getting even particularly tougher for a uh, uh, sense of um, the stay-at-home order and the effect that that's all having. Give us, give us a picture from your perspective as a businessman. It's, it's actually pretty confusing because we don't really know what's going to happen, so it's tough to make a schedule. We are allowed to be open in the retail business at 20%. Um, and 20% is enough to get us by. So in the, in the outdoor business, uh, so many people are flocking to the outdoors that they need snowshoes, they need backcountry equipment, they need equipment to do it. So we're, we're, we're hanging in there. We, we have all our people hired. That's good. But uh, I was just talking to our local independent movie theater last night, and uh, he's going to have a tough time getting through. Uh, the restaurants were getting by with... Uh, with uh, takeout and outdoor, although when it gets cold, it's tougher to go outside. And they're getting by, but they, they're really missing their, their banquet facilities. And so many weddings happen in Tahoe, and those have all been canceled. So 
boy, the restaurant, the restaurant uh, people aren't uh, aren't excited. That's for sure. But well, what about the outdoor business, they're doing doing okay. But we don't know what's up. Yeah, I was just going to ask you though about snowing because that's sort of really in your business. I know that there's uh, no powder, but it's a pretty good base. Uh, it may come in the spring, and there's a lot of talk about having skiing in the spring, but now there aren't rooms for weekend slope skiers. Uh, you hoping to get some runs in the winter, planning to snowshoe or cross country instead of ski or board? Boy, a lot of people are, I am. Um, you know, I, I dusted off my cross country skis myself because going to the resorts, um, it's interesting. Uh, we actually do have very good snow conditions right now. We just don't have a whole lot of snow. What that means is not only are we uh, limiting the number of people that go on chairlifts, like a, a six pack, a, a normal chairlift that would hold six people is now holding two. So that makes the lines a little longer. And since some of the, some of the uh, lifts themselves can't be open because not enough snow on the steeper hills, uh, that pushes more people into those intermediate runs and it just kind of makes it, makes, it, uh, makes it a little uncomfortable with the lift lines. We're, we're hoping that um, people look at, look at Tahoe and look at their ski vacation and take it in the spring when we generally have a lot more snow, a lot more conditions will be open. Um, and and uh, it, it, uh, it's going to be an interesting, as you did in your introduction, there's going to be lines at the, at the grocery stores, there's going to be lines at the chairlifts, there's, there's going to be lines. Even in the backcountry, there might be there might be uh, problems to park at the places where you'd want to go backcountry skiing or snowshoeing. Yeah, I want to talk to you about that for a moment. I just want to get on the record here that there are so many people that are fleeing to second homes up there that I know that the schools and the grocery stores are crowded, as I said in the introduction. Uh, but I'm wondering uh, also about that uh, the backcountry. I mean, other than the fact that uh, people who do that kind of backcountry skiing uh you hope will be careful and doing things with considerable care uh, uh people are going well moving up and and they're really not prepared in many respects uh, i'm reading about for example uh, going without a shovel or a bag of sand or uh, anything in the way of salt that they need in terms of this backcountry boom uh could be dangerous well it, it does a couple things it, it, it even if you're even if you're really good at the sport um, you can get hurt in the backcountry, and when you're in the backcountry, that requires first responders, the the county's uh, search and rescue crews, to go out and find you and uh, bring you back, and then you have to go to the hospital. And the hospitals are pretty taxed at this point, so um, you really can't keep people from going into the backcountry. But you know, it's uh, it, it it hopefully people are safe, but it it will be an it will be an interesting deal. Yeah, interesting deal indeed. Uh, I mean, it's hard to continue to keep monitoring what's going on there. I'm just wondering about uh, what your sense is of um, uh, what I had mentioned before, the fact that you've got all these people crowding in the grocery stores. And uh, I think, in fact, uh, we, were, we were talking, we'll be talking later with Mike Perrin, who's uh, uh, head of the Daily Tribune there in Tahoe. He says he's more afraid of going to grocery stores than he is on the slopes. That's that's the case. Uh, it, it it's going to be it's going to be interesting. There's so many second homeowners that have uh, that have, like you said, fleed the city, and have have moved up here. Um, if 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 that's going to be who we're servicing over the next couple of weeks over the holidays, I, I think we can handle it. The more the more people that that come up, 
that are friends of the people that have the second homes or the Airbnbs that don't necessarily go with the regulations. It, it's not going to be a comfortable experience for a lot of people because there's lines. Like I said, we're only at 20 percent and we and there's going to be people waiting to come into our store. Um, we're kind of we're kind of hoping that uh, people, like you said, kind of kind of either stay home or come prepared. It, uh, you know, bring your food with you if you're coming. Bring, uh, you know, bring your own snowshoes. Uh, bring bring the stuff that you need. But by all means, be careful. It looks like we have good weather, so that's not going to be an issue. But uh, boy, the more people that are jammed into smaller places, it's gonna it's gonna get uncomfortable. Even my employees you know, are hoping that uh, we're not so busy so they don't have to feel uncomfortable. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting for the next two weeks, but uh, Tahoe has been in interesting situations before. I think we'll, we'll, we'll make it work if people, are, if people are cool about the whole deal. That's the attitude. Uh, Dave Willerutter with us, owner of Tahoe Dave's uh, Skis and Boards. And uh, coming up on a break here, but I'd like to hear what you have to say about uh, just the situation for employees. I mean, there are a lot of people who, especially in the service part of uh, all that's going on in Lake Tahoe, I'm thinking about the casinos too, and uh, people who are struggling, I mean, really struggling, but also out of work. Yeah, it's it's a tough one for employees. Um, some of the businesses are, you know, like like ours. We have a full staff of employees ready to go, and uh, they're working, they're doing it. But you know, the dishwashers, the people that clean the hotel rooms that are now closed, um, it it is tough for them, and we are really worried that uh, those people don't end up. Let me invite our listeners to join this conversation. We're going to talk with some others uh, who can fill us in and illuminate what's going on up at Tahoe. But you may have some thoughts and you may have some questions. So you can give us a call now and I invite you to do that. Toll free. Join us at 866-733-6786. If you have questions or comments, the number to call 866-733-6786 or get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum or email us forum at kqed.org. This is Forum. I'm Michael Krasny. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. This is Forum, and we're talking about what the pandemic means for Lake Tahoe, businesses and the ski industry, and really the whole situation is presently uh, of concern to many people who are emigrating to Tahoe or looking toward the slopes to ski or the backcountry or looking to the casinos. Uh, if you have something you'd like to bring to this conversation or if you have questions, and frankly, are you hoping to get some runs in this winter if you're a skier or planning a snowshoe or cross-country instead of ski or board, we want to hear from you. You can join us toll-free at 866-733-6786, that number for your calls 866-733-6786 or get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum or email us forum at kqed.org. Dave, let me go back to you for a second. Uh, Dave Wilderrider, owner of Tahoe Dave's Skis and Boards. People canceling reservations for ski and board rentals? As a matter of fact, they are. What's happened is is our, our hotel community is being very uh, 
very cooperative and they're, they're canceling reservations. Um, and in turn, those same customers then come to us and cancel reservations for us, which uh, is, is unique in that we're excited to see that. Yeah, well, talk about excitement. I keep reading about the red hot real estate industry up there. The red hot, that's, that's really happening. One of the things that, uh, that we're afraid of up here is, you know, there are a lot of service industry people that uh, have jobs that are laid off now. And, and will those people move? Will they move back over to Reno? Will they go somewhere else? And when those, when those housing opportunities that they've been living in go away, Will those be snatched up then by more second homeowners? And then where do those service industry people live when the pandemic's done, when they want to come back and get their jobs back? We're really concerned about That's that. That's a big, big question. And you've also, since you mentioned Reno, you've got this divide between California and Nevada because that's uh, where Lake Tahoe is. And let me bring in Carla Haas, uh, who is communications director uh, with uh, El Dorado County. And Carla, good to have you on the program. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you. I'm interested in um, finding out about the status of the virus from you. Uh, Cases are still surging. And uh, uh, what's going on, particularly with enforcement of the travel order? Sure. Well, as I think everybody's aware, um, there is a regional uh, regional travel um, travel. Oh, my gosh, I coming up with no words. There's a, there's a moratorium on travel essentially, um, in the state. You can't travel unless it is for essential purposes, meaning, uh, there's no leisure travel and no tourism travel. So, uh, you know, as we were talking, talked about earlier in the program there, that means a lot of people are not coming up to the Tahoe area for overnight stays. So, um, lodging hotels and, and lodging industries have really uh, done a, a great job in terms of following the state's mandate and not accepting new reservations and not honoring current reservations. And while that's heartbreaking for people who have, you know, put together these uh, plans for the holidays, uh, it is something that the state's requiring in hopes of putting an end uh, or at least tamping down the transmission of the virus. Well, even some business owners are saying uh, that you should wait until this surge is over to make plans to come up there. Uh, and uh, you've got this under stay at home order and you got the hotels essentially um, supposed to cancel reservations for uh, people who want to travel up there. In other words, it makes it very difficult for a place that really has been thriving mostly on tourist trade and on the people who will come up and ski on the slopes and pay the bills. It does. It's a challenge for any tourism destination location uh, like Tahoe. I mean, as we all know, know, Tahoe is a worldwide destination. But the fact is, there's only one hospital in the South Lake Tahoe area. And in the last two weeks, we've seen an 800% increase in our ICU bed um, use and 129% increase in COVID um, patients in our hospital. So, you know, there's, there's a finite availability for people who get sick. And that's really what's at, at, at play here. And that's the bottom line for all these restrictions that the state is implementing. And it's the reason that we ask people, you know, certainly come to Tahoe and have a great day. If you're here, do the things that everybody's been talking about for the last nine or 10 months. You know, wear a mask when you're around people that you don't live with. Stay six feet away from people that you don't live with. Wash your hands a lot. You know, don't gather with people that you don't live with. 
And if we can do that for a little while, uh, I think we'll see, we'll, we'll get on the other side of this sooner rather than later. And especially now with the vaccine rolling into El Dorado County, we got our first 530 doses um, yesterday at Barton Hospital. And that's the, that's the little hospital that services the Tahoe area. And what we've been able to do previously you know, historically, if Barton is overrun, we've been able to send patients to the hospital in Reno, like you said, right across the state line. Well, they're impacted and they're full. So we don't have a place to put these folks who need care, whether they need care for COVID or not. You know, if, if you uh, get into a ski accident, God forbid, and break your leg, you may not be a COVID patient, but you may need an ICU room. So we're just asking everybody, come up for the day, have a great day trip. You know, people have been making that trek from the Bay Area to uh, Lake Tahoe for generations for the day. And they get in their car, they pack up their skis, they pack up their wax, you know, they, they take their provisions for the day, they pack their patients. And, you know, we're asking for people to do the same thing. Talking with Carla Haas, uh, who is communications director for El Dorado County and uh, Mountain Resorts are requiring reservations for lift tickets as a public health precaution. You wonder if there's going to be the possibility for holiday skiing and when that would be indeed uh, a possibility. I had alluded before, Carla, to enforcement. I'd like to know how the local police and sheriffs are enforcing the rules. Are you getting lots of complaints about vacation rentals, for example? There are some some complaints about vacation rentals, whether and that's that's an ongoing thing, you know, across all, all months of the year. Uh, whether it's a um, somebody who's using the hot tub after 10 o'clock or who is parking illegally in front of the vacation home rental. Uh, what we do is, you know, we have code enforcement that comes out for the vacation home rentals um, if they get complaints. And we give people an opportunity to, uh, to make good on what they've been doing outside of the compliance. And, you know, hopefully everybody's going to play by the rules. Um, in terms of enforcement for kind of the broader, you know, is a, is a, Restaurants serving outside, are they doing outdoor dining, which is not allowed currently? Um, you know, we, like every other, just about every other law enforcement organization across the state, we're really approaching this from an educational standpoint. So we'll, if, we get, um, if we get a complaint, we'll go out to the establishment, we'll explain to them how they're out of compliance, we'll explain to them how they can get into compliance, and then hopefully, you know, they'll take the appropriate action. Again, Carla Haas with us, uh, Communications Director for El Dorado County. Let me bring some callers into this. Let's start with you, Fisher. Join us. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning. Uh, hi, Carla. Uh, just curious uh, about that last comment. Um, so uh, I know, you know, I live in San Francisco right now. I know uh, a number of uh, my friends are planning on going and skiing, staying safe, um, staying outside. Uh, respecting the rules as much as we can while trying to get um, some, you know, therapy through outdoor activity. Um, I know that you mentioned that the local uh, law enforcement agencies will go and have an educational approach, but what if, say, a restaurant doesn't comply with these rules? Are there any, uh, you know, more strict enforcement measures um, that your county plans on taking with people that refuse to comply even after being educated? 
Well, Fisher, thank Thanks. you for that question. Back to enforcement, Carla. Yeah. <laughs> Back to enforcement. Yeah, there is. So without getting too far in the government weeds, we have an environmental management department that when they receive um, complaints about an establishment like a restaurant, they'll go out and they'll do what I said, um, you know, try and explain to them how they're out of compliance, get them into compliance. If they go back out and they still, this, this restaurant still is not doing what they're supposed to do, we do have the ability and we have um, pulled their health permits and then they are in violation of a county ordinance and we can find them up to $500 a day, which we have been doing for a couple of uh, a handful of establishments across the county. Talking about what the pandemic means for Lake Tahoe businesses and the ski industry, uh, Carla House with us, uh, who's communications director for Eldorado County, and so is Dave Wilderrider with us, owner of Tahoe Days Skis and Boards. And let's bring another caller on who owns a home up in Tahoe. That's Tacey. Good morning. Welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Hi, Dave. Dave's been one of the greatest people in the world up there. Um, I think we've been renting skis from him since we bought that house uh, in 20, 2000. So um, I was up there for three months this summer, and I would say that on the West Shore, everybody was in strict compliance. They were doing pretty well. Um, it was kind of exciting to see because it was packed and crazy, and most of the restaurants were doing everything they could at that point. So just as an observer... You know, even on the past, I was shocked. People were riding their bikes with masks on. So it seems like, you know, it was people are hearing it. I noticed it was different when I got to the South Shore. You know, when you get on the Nevada side, things change. But, you know, Tahoe's trying really hard, and I appreciate it because I know I end up in that Truckee Hospital all the time <laughs> hurting myself. So if we are going up, we are planning on just going and staying in our house, taking all the food from here. And just, you know, it's not that hard. It's wear a mask. <laughs> just that. Do you have that? How many injuries have you had? It sounds like you're. Uh, I, I, our whole family, the only hospital we visit is Truckee Emergency. <laughs> we, I've never seen the hospital here. <laughs> These are like mostly skiing accidents? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Skiing, yeah. water skiing, you know, uh, whatever it is, you know, a torme, sail, everything. But, um, you know, I have to say Tahoe's trying really hard, and it's tough because I, I live on the El Dorado side, and then right across the street is Placer County, and they operate quite differently. But I have to say on the waterfront, everybody's been great, whether it's the Save Mart, the CVS. You know, they just stop you right away before you walk into those doors. Um, little restaurants, you know, it's just been shockingly doing very well. And I'm sure Dave's is going to be dialed in like they all are, but, um, you know. It was great to hear his voice. <laughs> well, Tacey, it's good to hear your voice, and thank you for the call. I hope uh, no more injuries will uh, occur in your family. Good to hear from you this morning. We're talking about what the pandemic means for Lake Tahoe, businesses and ski industries. I'm going to go to an email here from Denise who writes, uh, and let me ask you about this, Dave. How is a hotel any different than a grocery store? Having traveled during lockdown for work, I felt much safer in a sparsely occupied hotel than at the grocery store. If the hotel enforces distancing, mask wearing, and cleaning, the risk to me is less than the hotel should be allowed to be open at reduced gas capacity. You know, Michael, I don't know how to answer that. Uh, um, when we get together as business owners, we say, how come some are open and some aren't? I think the idea with the hotel ban is just to limit the number of people in total. Uh, I, I don't understand uh, the, the physics and the science behind what should be open and what should be closed. But I, I think the sheer numbers, um, the reduction of that 
would not only be a safer situation, but it would also lower the stress level around the COVID deal when it gets so busy. Well, you're not alone in that lack of understanding of, uh, of the rules and the lack of consistency with them. There's been a good deal of complaining about that throughout uh, our coverage uh, here in the Bay Area and throughout Northern California. Let me bring Mike Perrin into this. He's editor and content director of the Tahoe Daily Tribune. And Mike is, this is kind of cool, up and heavenly. We're hoping we have a good connection to you. Uh, how's the view? Good, good morning, Michael. The view is great. Thanks for having me and shedding light on this subject. It's been a wild dynamic up here lately. Yeah, wild is one word, but I think the word you used was grim. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can go there too if you want. It just depends on what direction you want to take. I always like to keep it positive, but you know, let's uh, start the with the positive. Since you use wild, let's start with the positive. Let's start okay. with the wild. What's wild, and then tell me what's grim after that. Well, you know, it, it's we are a lake and in a region of five different counties, two different states. That creates the wild dynamic, right? You're trying to keep up with all of the precautions, regulations, the, the positive side of it, some businesses are seeing record numbers. The grim side of it, the locals are hurting pretty bad. There, are, there is a huge lack of jobs, uh, and there's quite a bit of animosity uh, between the locals and the people coming up. I saw it just this morning. You know, I'm up here at Heavenly. I'm above 10,000 feet right now taking this call, and already this morning, you know, a couple of people getting into it in the lift line, bickering, giving my space, uh, people trying to cram into the chairlifts. And then there's others that are just smiling ear to ear. Glad that they're out here in the outdoors. It's a bluebird day. We got two feet of snow in the last week. So you can't beat that side of it. I mean, it's just all over the dartboard right now. It's hard to keep up. When we heard uh, from a caller about the lack of consistency, it reminded me of something you said. You said uh, you wish you could have a mandate that straddles state lines. Yeah, if we could uh, play by the same rules, that'd be great. You know, have uh, the governors get together <laughs> maybe once a day, once a week, you know, and uh, sort of maybe come up with a state line mandate or um, restriction of some sort. But that's just not the case. You have one business owner here in town that has two restaurants, one tucked into between the casinos at State Line Nevada, one at the Y, which is very local friendly in South Lake Tahoe, California. And, you know, he's just he's pulling his hair out trying to keep up. So, you know, it, it would be great if we could do that. But we've been trying to do this for 70 years since the TRPA, since Keep Tall Blue have been, you know, created ever since the Olympics. Essentially, um, you know, we've been trying to all get on the same page. And, you know, there's been multiple organizations that have taken a stab at, you know, the one lake, one love or one Tahoe approach. And, you know, if it. Hopefully, maybe it takes a pandemic to, to finally make that happen. We'll see, right? Mike Perrin with us, editor and content director of the Tahoe Daily Tribune. Let me bring a caller on. Mark joins us next. Mark, welcome. Mark, are you there? Hi, can you hear me? Now I can, yeah, please. Hi. Um, yeah, I have a uh, timeshare over in uh, Denoa on the Nevada side. And I was just up there a couple of weeks ago, and it's just uh, absolutely shocking in the Nevada side how little they're uh, – it's just completely different. Not very many people wearing masks. The, the casinos are busy. The shopping is busy. Um, I mean, it's worlds apart. You feel very dangerous when you're in the Nevada side. Understood. Uh, By the way, that was – I just wanted to add that, and I kind of was so – 
about that because I was I was shocked. I mean, when I it almost felt like being when I would go visit Mexico, <laughs> oh. and I'd come back to the states, and I was like, oh God, thank God. Um, yes, I was I was kind of I kind of wanted to hear more about that, um, but I just wanted to add that. So. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you did. That was Bernard, by the way. We wanted to go to Mark. Let, let's let's go to Mark now, and then maybe we can circle back here. Mark, join us. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi. So we had. Uh, I just wanted to relate an experience that we had. We had. Uh, we had made reservations at an Airbnb up in in Truckee, and uh, when the lockdown came into place, we wanted to be responsible, so we canceled our reservations um, so that we didn't go up there. And now, you know, we are unable to really get a refund because of it, and Airbnb really isn't uh, being uh, helping facilitate that conversation with the with the owner. And so, it's kind of, you know, what is um, just you know, what, what are? Can you please talk about that? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up. In fact, we're we're coming up uh, to the end of the program here, but I wanted I don't know if I'm have time to circle back to Bernard's call, but. Let me go back to you on this, Carla Haas. Uh, I got a listener who emails, I'm hearing that Airbnbs are not canceling reservations for out-of-town renters during the mandated travel restriction. Will the travel mandate be enforced with Airbnbs as well? Quickly, if you could. Well, I'd love to be able to tell you yes. I'd love to be able to tell you that El Dorado County has that kind of power to give you back your money. Um, but unfortunately, that's out of our purview. Uh, you can reach probably the Better Business Bureau might be the best bet, the local chambers, or contact Airbnb or the um, vendor individually. Uh, sorry that I can't help on that one. Well, we'll leave it there because we have to leave it there. And I have to thank all of you for being with us and thank everybody behind the scenes here. Forum is produced by Judy Campbell, Tina Larberg, Ariana Prell, Blanca Torres, and Susan Britton. Uh, senior editor is Dan Zoll. Our engineers are Danny Bringer and Katie McMurrin. Executive editor is Ethan Tobin Lindsay and Chief Content Officer Holly Kernan. And please stay safe. And for all of us at KQED, I'm Michael Krasny. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.